0: Episode 37, How to Drop Snacking and the Pounds. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. If you were to ask me and my mamas in Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, what probably, despite all of our very individualized diet approaches and all of the amazing things we do with weight loss, what makes probably the biggest difference in their weight loss journeys in the first few weeks, they will tell you, and I would agree, it's this. They dropped snacking. It's literally the dropping of snacking. That makes the biggest difference. And I want to share with you first that if you're like, I don't know, I don't really know if snacking impacts my journey that much. I'm going to just tell you, you haven't tried it yet. Because the vast majority of them follow that sentence with this sentence. I never knew how much I snacked. I never realized how much of my day I spent snacking. So the challenge for this episode, obviously, if you haven't tried it, is going to be to try a week without snacking. No snacks, mamas, because you will likely lose pretty good weight with just doing that. And you're going to realize how much snacking you've been doing. Now, I do want you to include in that drinks, like high calorie drinks. If you're drinking a white chocolate mocha or caramel frappuccino, From Starbucks every day, that counts as a snack. I'll give you the sugar free drinks if you want them, but don't forget the drinks too, because that adds up significantly and dropping them will change your weight loss journey. So let's talk a little bit about snacks. I want you to realize that the addition of snacks has been such a huge contributor to the obesity epidemic and our weight issues in America today. I asked my mom when I first started this out, I was like, what did you have for snacks? And she said, I remember after school having an apple or something like that before dinner. That was really about it. Back in the day, it was maybe like a piece of fruit, perhaps some crackers. And I want you to consider what our industry has created in terms of snacks. Now, if you followed the school of weight last long, you know, I don't blame the industry. The industry just provides what we buy. So let's not get all harsh on the, the snacking industry. We like it, they make it. We buy it, they'll make more. And we have done that in America. We've literally gone from three meals a day being the norm to likely six to seven meals a day if we really consider that snacks are basically another meal. Maybe you're good and have one of those 100-calorie snack packs, but most of us are getting significantly more than that in each snacking session. And what has become more of the norm in America today may be this. I skipped breakfast, or I ate a little protein bar, and then I had my very high-calorie, high-fat coffee. And then somebody brought in muffins, so I ate a half of a one, and then I ate my lunch. And then in the afternoon, I needed a pick-me-up, and somebody brought in chips, or somebody brought in mini cakes, or somebody brought, or somebody had these amazing new pretzels stuffed with peanut butter in their drawers. <laughs> And then we go on and before dinner, we may need a little snack, especially if we're cooking dinner. Then we eat dinner and then after dinner and before bed, we need another snack. That is not unrealistic in America today. Snacking is basically feeding ourselves pretty consistently throughout the day. And most, if not all of our snacks are no longer low calorie, low fat. Here's the thing, ladies, our brains are drawn to wanting high calorie high fat foods. They see more reward through that. Like historically, the higher the fat and calorie content, the more carbs, the more fats, the more beneficial it was to keep you alive. And the lower part of our brain has not evolved past that. We love these foods. And so the snacking industry has developed around those types of foods. So it's pretty hard to shut them off unless the quantity is defined. We tend to eat them mindlessly. We really love to eat our popcorn in front of a movie. We really love to just grab a bag of chips for a pick-me-up in front of the computer in the afternoon. We grab our coffee in the car on the way to work or to drop the kids off at school. We mindlessly eat highly addictive foods that is snacking and most of the time we don't even realize how much of it we do because it has gone from being like this great little exception to just being the norm i do think part of that is also related to studies that showed that potentially six small meals a day was better for you than three large meals a day so i will give that against the science (laughs) if we want any possible explanation other than just we want snacks. But I want to share with you that those studies have been completely debunked. We don't tend to eat small meals anyway. And eating more frequently throughout the day doesn't keep your metabolism higher. It's not beneficial in any way to eat six small meals a day over more set three meals a day. So if that's in the back of your head, you're like, but I think at one point I was told it was better. Know that A, those studies have been proven false and B, you're not eating six healthy small meals a day anyway. (laughs) You're eating snacks. So there is essentially no health benefit to snacking. And I think that's an important point to consider when you're looking at dietary changes, because truly dropping the snacks could be the biggest key to dropping the pounds for you. And many diets historically will tell you this. Just don't eat that snack, right? Just eat a strawberry instead. Pick an apple or some cheese over that bag of Doritos. And I think that that is the next most important point to realize is that this is such a flawed argument. We've been taught in diets that doing a healthier snack instead of a less healthy snack is the key. And the flaw in this argument, mamas, is not what you think. It's not that it isn't better for you to do something that's lower calorie than a higher calorie food for a snack. Yeah, the less calories you eat, the better. Essentially, weight loss comes down to creation of a calorie deficit. But the big picture here. Is that what those diets are trying to make you believe, because they lack an understanding of the mind management of weight loss, is that all you're doing there is trying to fix emotional hunger with a solution for physical hunger. Let me say that again. When you insert a healthier stack, so let's say you've done Weight Watchers and done points and you're like, okay, but fruits are free. So all my stacks now will be fruits. Yes. If you've taken and gone from having a white chocolate mocha in the morning and a bag of Doritos in the afternoon and now have just, you know, let's say an apple, you will have created a calorie deficit. That's an improvement. The problem is you probably weren't even hungry. Why are we telling ourselves to insert a snack to fix emotional hunger? Think about that for a minute. It's kind of wild. If you all haven't listened to my podcast episode on physical hunger versus the emotional hunger just go ahead and pause now and go listen to that because it will make much more sense but snacking mamas is always an emotional event snacking is always emotional in origin it is not physical you aren't answering for physical hunger by snacking You're answering a craving. You're answering a feeling. You're trying to create a feeling. You're answering a reward. When was the last time you were truly physically hungry and were like, I've got to have a snack now? Unless you're fasting, it probably hasn't existed. Why? Because we eat enough in our meals to fix physical hunger. We don't need snacks for that. The only reason we use snacks is to fix emotional hunger. Emotional hunger, things like I won't make it through the day if I don't have a good coffee. My morning won't be as good if I don't have this yummy coffee. Is that physical? No, it's emotional. How can I get through the afternoon without a snack? I don't know. How could you? You're not going to be hurt by physical hunger after dinner, right? What about that is physical hunger? It's not. It's emotional hunger. I want to give you a great example for a take home. This is interesting, ladies, because I've worked in a few different medical practices. And it's funny. I mean, as a family practice doctor, you would think that we would have amazing, like healthy meals. No, not the case. We just like everybody else in the clinics. But I had one clinic that I worked at, and my office happened to be right by the break room or the conference room where we ate. And this clinic, I don't even know how it developed because half the doctors did extensive fasting, but I think the thought behind it was the staff wanted it, so nobody wanted to disappoint the staff. But what they got into was having coffee brought in in the mornings by drug reps, lunch brought in at lunch, and then a snack brought in mid-afternoon. That is a lot of food coming in and out of a clinic in one day. All the other clinics I've worked at have had lunches brought in at multiple intervals. Although the last one that I worked at did not do that. And I really appreciated that. But think about that. I smelled those foods all day long. And this was actually when I was pregnant and started my diet trials. And so we started trying fasting for the first time with all those smells next to us. And I want to share with you how amazing the transition was from my clinic where they brought in coffee, lunch and snack in the afternoon to the next clinic that I worked at where they brought in nothing. We did pay for lunch to um, be provided and they had like a salad bar and never had dessert. It was wild. And I noticed after a few months, I'm like, wow, what I used to think before I started all of this was I could never survive without those. It was literally navigating my brain all day long around the foods and the smells and whether I was going to go back to the break room. Then I moved to the next clinic where the food was a ways away. It was downstairs, quite a little walk. And I would walk down there at lunch. I'd grab my little salad. I'd bring it back up to my desk and I would eat. Literally, it became so easy. The habit was replaced that easily because snacking isn't something that you physically need. (laughs) If you have to emotionally navigate snacks all day, then you're emotionally stuck in food all day. And that's what leads you to snacking. If you tell yourself, I've got to have that snack to make it through the day, or that snack makes my day better, then emotionally you're gonna be struggling with snacking all day long. Late night snacking was my last thing to give. And the story behind that really came down to, my family was asleep. I do coaching at night a lot of the times. And so at the end of the day, I didn't wanna be back in the bedroom area. So I would end up out in the kitchen doing my work, tying things together and in a little bit of that restless energy of getting everything done before the next day, thinking of all the things that need to be tied together before I went back to clinic the next day. And at one point I was literally coaching well, I worked in clinic from 7.30 till 5. I coached at clinic from 5 to 6. And then I coached at night from 7 to 9. So it was literally tying my brain together. And this mindless snacking snuck in. It was hard to get rid of because I was emotionally restless. And I was in an area at a time when I was tired and struggling to manage my mind. All of that has nothing to do with physical hunger. So know that snacking is always emotional in origin. It's not needed physically, and the habits are there because of our culture. In Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, we literally start in the very beginning by giving up sugar, flour, and dropping snacks. And I want to challenge you, if you're going to take me up on this this week, you will get the best results if you pre-plan your meals for the day. By that, I mean, each morning, take two minutes and write out what you're going to eat at the three meals today, or if you're faster, the one to two meals today. Write it out in advance. It allows you to use the highest thinking part of your brain, the prefrontal cortex, to plan your meals from. But it also will be a definitive written visual representation of what you're eating because otherwise you're going to notice that the snacks are sneaking in and you're telling yourself things like, I did a healthier snack instead. And what our challenge for the week is going to be is to drop snacking, period. You won't realize how much you snack until you drop it. And it truly simplifies your day to not have to navigate food all day, to realize that snacking is not physically necessary that if i'm turning to snacks it's because of emotional eating not physical eating in weight loss for modern american moms we do emotional eating empowerment how can i empower myself to not fix feelings with food any longer and when you set that plan in advance you'll know what you're going to eat that day in order to fuel your body and then when you want to break it you can look at all of the emotional times you're trying to turn to food throughout the day because it will become very obvious (laughs) it won't be on your plan it is the beginning of emotional eating and one of the most obvious places to start if you want to learn how to empower yourself past it dropping snacking is huge if you want to create weight loss results you've got to stop being afraid of physical hunger and telling yourself that snacks are fixing that. They're not. They're fixing emotional hunger. You've got to learn how to recognize emotional eating in the form of snacks. So set your plan first thing in the morning. Don't include snacks. You don't need them. And then recognize all the times when you want to go to snacking to make your day better, to fix your feelings throughout the day. And you'll see how involved snacking is with emotions. Last, just recognize that it's a super strong cultural phenomenon. It doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you're imperfect. It doesn't mean that you're gluttonous. It just means that you've bought into the industry. Most of us have on some level. Those foods, because they're highly addictive and super high calorie, if you can get those out of your regular eating pattern, and your new habit becomes just to eat three meals a day, your weight loss trajectory will change drastically. Weight loss will become easier. You won't be focused on food all day long. And mamas, that is how you reach your goal weight. So take me up on the challenge this week. Drop the snacks for one week and share with me, what weight loss results did that create for you? Have a great week without snacking. And if you're ready to get started, the waitlist is started for Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching group. Just click the link in the show notes to join it. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com. D O C T O R M O M E. to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.